0: Welcome to the 49ers You've Got Mail podcast, presented by Manscaped. I'm your host Lindsay Polaris, and I am joined by Robbie Gold and Tabor Pepper. Thank you guys so much for joining us in studio today.
1: Well, thanks for having us. Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Uh, how's it feel to be back in the sunny California weather?
2: Well, it's not going to be so sunny on. I know. Sundays. That's what I also oh. was going to say.
0: I was like, it's not going to stay. I that mean, long I don't long. pay
2: taxes for the rain out here. That's for
0: sure. <laughs> Um, What has been the adjustment been like, you know, just switching gears over to Seattle week and getting excited and pumped and ready for that home opener?
2: Well, I think a lot of it for us especially is, you know, a 24-hour rule. You know, soak it up, kind of learn from mistakes, and then um, after 24 hours come usually Monday after about 2 o'clock, I'm on to the next opponent. So for us, we've already started on Seattle. We know the mistakes we made last weekend that didn't help us win the game. and. I think uh, our focus has actually been awesome this week already, um, from install to uh, what you kind of saw at practice today. So, the guys are super locked in and ready to roll. All
0: right. So, as promised, we're actually not going to talk a lot of football. We want to hear about you guys. Um, And I know a lot of people are familiar with you, too, since you've been established on this team for a while now. But I would love to hear about your guys' origin stories because – you actually had uh, regular people jobs prior prior to being in the NFL. Uh, well, I'm going
2: to let Pe- Pepper, he has probably <laughs> a better story than I do, so I'll let him kind of take the lead on this one.
1: Yeah, so I graduated from Michigan State in uh, 2015 and kind of had a slow start to get into the NFL. But when I got my first call to, uh, to play in a game, uh, I was working at my mom's business and um, <clears throat> was keeping track of the games on my phone. and. Sunday night, uh, apparently there was an injury and I got a call from the Packers and was able to get flown out the next morning. And I mean, the rest is kind of history, kind of bounced around a lot. And now I'm, now I'm in the Bay.
0: What about you, Robbie?
2: Well, you know, it's kind of unique. Like there's only 32 positions for kickers and punters and snappers. So we were just talking about it. Like if a guy gets cut or a guy gets traded, our positions are probably the easiest to plug and play. So you'll see a, one of any one of the specialists get signed on a Saturday morning to play Sunday. So. Um, it also, in that same sense, takes us longer to get in and stabilize ourselves. So for me, um, when I left New England and I got cut, and then when I got cut from Baltimore uh, all of my rookie year, um, you couldn't go to an employer and be like, hey, I would love to do this business job, but if the NFL calls-
0: I'm out. I'm out, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. So I was working construction for a buddy back home, and um, you know, when I got a phone call from the Bears to come out, I actually hung up on them three times. I thought it was my friend's uh, messing around with me, you know, uh, working a true nine to five as opposed to this cush job in the National Football (laughs) League, right? Um, So for us, it's kind of it's kind of unique. You know, I think our position specifically, you kind of cherish the moments that you have uh, because ours can be the quickest to be gone, but it also takes you longer to get in.
0: Um, So because you are sort of like you mentioned, these plug and play guys get the call one night, you play the next day. How do you establish chemistry with, you know, probably two other specialists that you haven't played with before?
2: Well, I think chemistry just naturally happens. You know, I think it starts with Tabor, frankly, um, and I hate to put him on the spot, but, (laughs) uh, you know, I think uh, we always talk about in our room how he makes our jobs easier because if he gives the laces and or does really good with the location, it makes Mitch holding the ball easier. It also makes my job kicking easier. From a punting perspective, I think, You know, what's kind of unique is everyone kind of throws a similar ball. It's just about how catchable it is. So um, when it comes to me looking at it, getting ready to kick it, it's just a matter of how manufactured it can be that quick for timing purposes. Um, But I also think schematically, you know, other than kind of your setting and punt, punt protection, I think, you know, that's the hardest thing to pick up. And yeah. it's kind of like, he's like an O-lineman. And then he, he turns into a linebacker. It's kind of funny. Like Everyone thinks he's more of a football player than us kickers. So <laughs> I'll we take just, so just kind of fluff him up a little bit. We let <laughs> him no, have you
0: Actually, you're a linebacker in, in Madden, aren't you? I'm a tight end Oh, in tight end, tight end. Are That's... we bringing up his I'm Madden sorry, rating yeah, again? I know, I know. I know already? it's sensitive well, well, subject.
1: 27, <laughs> I you are we bumped bringing up this
0: up again? I you got bumped up to 28. Did I? Well, somebody
1: tweeted at me because of my penalty last week that I got bumped down. So I don't know what to think anymore. We're
0: I'm still sorry, on I know, Mr. 27. I know, I know. Mr.
1: 27, I'm sorry. I wish you make t-shirts. I, I do have to say I was walking out of our first preseason game this year with my wife, and um, through the gate, a couple people were yelling, 27, Mr. 27. <laughs> and my wife's looking around like, who the heck is Mr. 27? And I kind of like hung my head down. I had to explain the, my Twitter shenanigans to her. So
0: i get it i get it i mean it's kind of cool now you've got a little bit of a different reco- sure. recognition from another angle i guess right right what would you guys say is the misconception about specialists or yeah
2: well i'm gonna pivot this question actually oh
0: okay i right
2: i'm gonna pivot this because <laughs> tabor is probably the most unique person i've ever been around um i think we should talk about your fashion sense <laughs> can we talk about if anybody watches pep walk into a game there's always a little flash a little flash a little, a little flare. flare. let's there's talk about where you get your flare flair i think
0: this last yeah game, did you right? see that the yeah. blue sweater let's
2: talk about yeah, the, I the, love pe- that.
1: the pepper fashion the trend. fashion i i would like to say i i feel like uh some coaches get a little bit of a headache uh when they start to learn my personality a little bit because <laughs> i don't typically fit the mold of a long snapper. Those are guys who keep their head down, don't talk a lot, yeah. um, and if you've known me for a week, you know that I don't really fit in that mold. So uh, I let my play do the talking, and then uh, I'm a big believer in uh, look good, feel good, feel good, play good, so <laughs> I'll put like it that, that. way.
0: So, do you have an aesthetic that you try to stick with every game day, or do we switch it up? I like
1: to switch it up. Okay. I, I like to be unpredictable. So
0: fall chic in Chicago. So what is? <laughs> with the is, cardigan. What, what I got a lot Seattle, of flats for the Seattle. cardigan and the
1: boots and, uh, in our in our specialist room, but I I think this week will be a little more tame. A little more I have p- a feeling you're going palatable. suit. I feel like you're going suit with no
2: socks this week. That's just my call. If I had to guess a Taber Pepper outfit, it's gonna be suit no socks. We'll is have that to a see. We'll have to see.
0: No, no, it's like a is new that, trend. Is that a thing now? I'm
2: okay. learning. I've got, got nice ankles, on so me. You, you gotta show show them off somehow. Nice
0: ankles. Okay, Robbie, what is your game day aesthetic?
2: Um, very dad esque. <laughs> Big dad uh, although vibes. Although I am this year have been got. I've been going a little bit more like jeans, t-shirt, bomber jacket with some. Uh, okay. Very kind shoes. of flashy shoes, yeah. which is very outside of my We're starting okay. zone. at the feet up.
0: Okay, Usually, trendy dad, yeah, trendy dad vibes. I would
1: say trendy dad
2: vibes.
0: Okay, yeah. we like, I'm like that. like a 30
2: shirt guy, you know.
1: He's trying to stunt at the pickup line at the elementary school. Yep, yep. We're playing <laughs> some really good music. Too, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so actually, this is probably a really good place to start with some of these fan questions. You guys are both dads. Um, okay, so Tanner out of San Francisco now you can answer this as parents or if you want to think of think back to when you were kids here uh he wants to know how do i convince my parents to get a dog
2: oh well, well we, you know what i've had a dog before i had a golden retriever okay. who um she ended up getting cancer and Aww. we had to put her down and it was the worst thing ever and my kids till this day they love rookie and zoe they come in here from time to time Um, They've been begging us to get a dog, and it's a very hard no, because I do not want to go through that experience again, especially with kids. Um, But something that's really cool to me that I've learned about Pep is in some of this transition for him is not only does he have an unbelievable, cool dog, but he also is a trainer. So... Again, really? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take all of this to this wow. side of the table, and I'm okay. going to let him convince the world on why to get a dog. Hopefully
1: we can cue in uh, a clip from my Instagram of me taking a bite on my bite sleeve. But, yeah, I train uh, German Shepherds. I have a German Shepherd. We got him from the Czech Republic, and he's super awesome. Um, and there's a lot of carryover from football over to dog training. Uh, the people who trained me how to train dogs we, they love me because I'm coachable. There's a lot of people who think they know best with dogs and stuff, but um, just keep your eyes and ears open, and it's, it's super fun to learn about dog training.
0: How does one get into dog training? Is it a certification you have to get or how official sure are. are we talking? Did you it's get
1: a certificate after I have you finish not. it? Uh-huh. No, okay. I have not. Is there a trophy? There will be. There will after, be? after football, I do plan on competing.
2: How cool is that? Okay, so So Super Bowl (laughs) trophy one day. Super Bowl
0: trophy and a dog dog training trophy. Will they be
1: the same size? I think the party mm-hmm. trophy, the a little, little, a little bigger, bit bigger, a yeah. little bit the, bigger, a little bit Lamberti shiny. Trophy,
0: <laughs> like, you get a ring with that yeah. too. So, um, so German shepherds are really, really smart. So, do you, are they easy to train or more on the difficult side? Uh,
1: because they are so smart. super easy to train. Okay. The the working line one, I could go, I could talk for hours I about know, it. I I was
0: but like, I'm so curious. The about type this. of
1: German shepherd that I have is very easily trainable, and um, it's super fun because at this point now after training my dog so heavily, I know what he's thinking before he's thinking it. So it's super fun.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that. Well, okay, but you guys both actually sidestepped this question, so. <laughs> Get what
1: a dog, would, parents. What, what
0: would be the winning <laughs> argument here, okay? Your, ki- your kid really wants a dog, like what's gonna push you over the edge to say yes?
2: Well, here's what I will say. <laughs> <If> <laughs> from,
0: from, he's like, <laughs> no, we're no, not no, getting no. a dog. From, from,
2: <laughs> from an actual having a pet to teaching your kids like the responsibility of yeah. taking care of something, um, and I mean that not from a bad place of, like, calling a dog something, but, like...
0: Yeah, yeah, I got you. Teaching
2: them the idea of, like, hey, you have to take them out. You have to feed them. You got to yeah. make sure there's water they're, in the bowl. they're living, do they have, breathing, they're, yeah. Do they have toys? Like, are they in the area they're supposed to be when they're done? So there is a, a lot of accountability and responsibility that goes into having a pet of any sort of pet. Um, but I think, you know, it just comes down to... And I always say this because I don't think right now, because I live half the year in San Francisco and half the year in Chicago, that our l- life is conducive to us giving It's incredibly hard. Yeah, what you have they a need from a love mm-hmm. perspective um, that they so deserve. So if you have the time and your kids are willing to do it, then I mean, I think it's awesome for them to be able to learn those traits at a young age. Um, and also the love and condition that I think a, a pet gives people is pretty uh, soothing as well.
0: Cool um okay so, so get a
2: dog so get a dog <laughs> get a, everybody a dog. okay don't bring we, it to my house <laughs> don't bring it to my house
0: before we get to our next question here's a word from our sponsor manscaped is the official below the waist grooming partner of the 49ers try manscaped and get 20% off and free shipping with code 49ers at manscaped.com that's code 49ers for 20% off at manscaped.com Along the dad lines, both husbands here. Okay, so we do have a funny, um, here we go. Andrew from Stockton. This is one that I would love your guys' take on. I told my now girlfriend when we started dating, I was really handy around the house, but now we live together. She keeps asking me to do home projects that are above my pay grade. Do I own up to the lie or attempt the project?
2: Well, I'm never going to lie to my wife, first of all, because it always come back to haunt you. I am not a- It's obvious
1: it's your girlfriend. It was his girlfriend because you know you can't get away with those lies for too long. I am not a
2: hammer in hand kind of guy. I am more of like, let me help you execute the task. Okay. Uh, my wife is definitely way more handy so than So first myself. assistant
0: kind of role. Yeah,
2: I'm great to be there for a support system, but I am not the guy, <laughs> hey, let's tear this thing down and rebuild it.
1: I'm really glad he said that because I am in that exact <laughs> same camp. One example is uh, we were designing my daughter's nursery and she wanted to hang a mirror. And I'm like, Ugh. so I'm kind of, any room she walks in that day, I'm kind of floating out of. We get to it and the first screw, she screws in perfectly. Awesome. And then she goes, Here, you do it. I have to go grab something. She leaves. Oh, no. I'm drilling it in there and it goes through the drywall. Lots of expletives. <laughs> I'm like, I go, Babe, if you could do it so well, why did you put this on? It's very frustrating. I was like, Let's know our strengths. I go, I'm done hanging stuff, babe. You 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 proved to me you got it. You got it. I'll do the yard work. I love yard work. Okay. But inside the house, that's so, her domain. So you
0: hire you hire the handyman, the the construction. Yeah. And expert. she she did the
1: second screw yeah. perfectly. So
0: like, that's <laughs> or, or her job. It sounds like the wives are super it, so talented. <laughs> it. It's all okay. yours. Okay. Okay. Um, well, we'll just keep on with the theme the dad the husband vibes here. Okay, so we had a couple people that would love some wedding advice. <sighs> Did you guys help plan a wedding, first of all? Or did you also...
2: Um, you know, here's what's interesting. I don't know if ever seen... The Robbie's mu- like, well, well... Here's what I will say. Like, I'm a very easygoing guy. Like, I don't really care about much. Whatever you want, let's do it. That's fine. I feel like, Pep, there's certain things probably from a wedding that you would probably like, I care about this and everything else is up to you. Music. For sure. We, now, we just got done lifting, too. <laughs> EDM music from you, are Miami. Are you guys
0: not into house music, no? Well,
1: I, I when I'm enjoy driving it. fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I listen to it the most. But, yeah, I think Pep would probably have
2: a little bit more... There were a
1: few things I was pretty particular about. Um, absolutely no blue and brown color scheme for the wedding. Something okay. about that absolutely
2: okay. irks me.
0: Together or apart? Together. At all. Together. Okay.
2: together. Okay, I, I I, I, we're going back to
0: fashion. with you. <laughs> I know, fashion. Okay, fashion. I understand. He's got a color palette. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and then... Oh my God, you're right. The suit I was adamant about. Um, <laughs> I don't He's remembering. Yeah. But the rest of it was fine. Really, the only thing I, I nixed, which she knew was going to get, was uh, the one tent that we agreed on was X amount of price. And it was a beautiful tent. And she brought one to me. and I could tell by the way she approached me. She was like, oh, could we do this one? It was double the price of the other one. And the other one was great. No shot. Oh. Shot down, shot down. <laughs> no shot. Okay,
0: well then maybe you guys, maybe you'll have a strong opinion on this. So Axel from Hayward wants to know, should he spring for the chocolate or the nacho cheese fountain? Because he can't get both.
1: Chocolate all day long. I think chocolate's a good call. It's going to it's okay. st- stay
0: I think it's more way wedding better vibes, than right? a nacho. Yeah, Nacho's like, like kind of tailgate. But the or I don't keep know the kids the... away from it
1: though. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. that'll get... Messy, and you don't want that on the wedding okay, dress.
0: Okay, so Axel, the chocolate, chocolate. fountain. Maybe okay. a
1: no-child wedding. Add some uh, fondue. As
0: yeah, some strawberries. Yeah. Rice Krispies. Oh, bites, yes. Yeah. Okay, and then Vivian from Milpitas uh, would love a wedding walkout song suggestion.
1: Oh,
2: see, I can't pick that for her because here's why. I feel like walkout songs are all meant towards their personal. personality and it's meant for like them to be personal okay. You know what i mean like
0: what was yours
2: you know what it's funny so my kids and i we're, we are um and my wife i should say we we include her in there from time to time <laughs> um but we're trying to hit all 32 parks baseball parks so obviously every batter has a walk-up song yep and my wife's really into music my kids are really into music they don't listen to a lot of country and i do um, so I'd probably pick any country music any, song. Any country song. Yeah. Okay. Although the Mets Diaz uh, entrance is awesome with
1: like the bull in the ring. Ooh,
0: I like I that. I feel like I,
1: that would be awesome to do a kickoff <laughs> to. So maybe we can, maybe we can so do that, that on Sunday.
0: You know. What about you, Tabor?
1: Uh, that reminded me. That was one thing that I asked for was the walkout song to the reception, and we did it to um, "Father Stretch My Hands Part One" by Kanye West and uh, before his first verse in that song, so. Was it
0: it choreographed or freestyle? It was
1: timed.
0: Timed, okay. We
1: had to walk on the little um, dance floor at the drop of the intro, so, and it worked out perfectly.
0: I like it. Okay, so I feel like specialists are the guys that don't get as much love. Um, What are you trying to say? Well, no, I appreciate you guys I know, I know that right, you perfect. guys are important here. Okay, so I think there's a lot of questions just surrounding around your roles and like what happens at practice, um, Mac. Nothing,
2: <laughs> but continue.
0: I, I personally, I do see them <laughs> practicing just so everybody knows. Um, so Mac from Grand Rapids wants to know when you're not kicking, when you're not snapping, what are you doing at practice?
2: A lot of this, a lot of bantering back Gabbing, and forth, a lot of gossiping, <laughs> yeah. A lot of talking about the game plan. Um, you know, there's certain weeks that are different than others. So, you know, it, we're like pitchers, there's only a certain amount of reps that you're able to do right. throughout the day. So we find ways to fill the other two hours of practice um, for the five minutes we have to actually do something. Um, but it's kind of unique. Like, it's uh, having Coach Schneider here and August and Harp and, and the guys that we have in our room, I think it, it makes it um, very fun all day to go to work, right? So uh, usually we're just chirping at one another, having a good time. And then sometimes it's fun because you get to know, you know that, that person a little bit deeper because he is a new father, right? Um, he's going through things that I went through nine years ago, right? And um, it's kind of unique to be able to hear those stories and, and just
1: kind of share those moments together with each other.
0: Is there ever too much time together? Oh,
1: hundred percent. Absolutely. In any <laughs> specialist room you've ever been in, there can be too much time.
0: At what point do you guys just know to sort of tap out from each when other it's and right, like and you just, just, you, just yeah. you just kind of walk away <laughs> in the other direction, well, or how does that happen?
2: It, it just organically happens. <laughs> you it, you, have you have a can scatter. kind of tell people's moods when they walk in in the yeah. morning, um, but you know it's. Specialist rooms are like bullpens, like you literally are, are hanging out with each other all the time, you're going through the plays, and once you have the plays, it comes down to, all right, am I executing that or not? Okay, and then we look at each other and like, all right, well, what'd you do yesterday on your day off? Or, you know, what are you looking forward to most on the holidays? Or, hey, tell me something about the baby, um, since, you know, the baby's here or there or whatever. So, uh, for me, it's usually I'm telling stories about my kids. Um, And for us, like we had a lot of time to spend together because a couple years ago when we signed Pap, we were in Arizona and basically couldn't leave the hotel. So it was kind of a cool bonding experience for us to be able to get to know each other pretty well. And yeah, it's pretty
1: neat to to see him as a father now too.
0: Yeah, you guys are like you're kind of watching each other grow up. Yeah, Yeah, you know. I
1: mean, he yeah, because I got married July of last year, so he's been there when I got married. um, A lot of stuff. He was. I don't think you care if I share this, but he he came to my grandma's funeral this off-season. So that meant a lot to um, me and my family. It just
0: speaks to how close you guys are, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, like, this is a sport where you spend more time probably together than you do apart, you know? And I probably spend more time with Tabor. He's my work wife, you know what I mean? Like, truly, like, you know, it's funny. Like, like, I'm with him more than I am with probably my wife and kids, so... Um, I think to be able to have those relationships and build those relationships, it's cool because I didn't know him ever, like at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now we're probably really close friends. You know, I look at him as a brother and um, would treat him very similar to a family member. And I think uh, he would do the same for me. And if not, you know, all right, then I'm going to stop this relationship right now (laughs) and I'm not going to do it anymore.
1: I'm tell you, I'm not doing it. But My my favorite days at practice are when we're all telling kind of war stories from the league um so it was you know when schneider came it was cool because he has a ton of time in the league and he's met met a bunch of people lots of funny stories lots of like what the heck like i can't believe this happened um really really cool stuff
0: and one more word from our sponsor this podcast is sponsored by manscaped the official below the waist grooming partner of the 49ers Try Manscaped and get 20% off and free shipping with code 49ers at manscaped.com. That's code 49ers for 20% off at manscaped.com. Well, we are actually missing a third member of this specialist group. So um, I know, obviously, Mitch super valued by you guys. But uh, what are we missing here? What's he like? And what's his dynamic that he brings to this group?
1: He's funny, man. He, um, obviously, the... <laughs> I'm so bad because when I hear an accent, all I want to do is copy it. So half the time, he's tutoring me on my Australian. Uh, How's that coming? I how is that it's going? going? Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good, but nothing do you want too. To give us something? I know. Would you like oh, to man.
0: drop something for us? Yet? Well, whenever
1: I say Mitchell, or if if I say Mitch, 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 and he's still not paying attention to me, I'll go Mitchell, Mitchell, kind of with that little Australian playing to it, and then I get a kick out of it because my great grandma was from Australia.
0: Oh, so there's some so connection there.
1: So she called me Taiba my whole life, and so now I hear it every day That's from Mitch. That's soft? Match. Did she do it? that soft? Taiba. Oh, okay. yeah, was she's soft. screaming at me probably. <laughs> and now the video guys all call me Taiba whenever they see me, and that I, I always like get a it. kick out of that. So
0: <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay, so along those lines, do you guys have a funny special teams memory? Um, I don't know. Something maybe embarrassing, funny. Honestly, the
1: trauma bonding in Arizona when we were all stuck there was pretty intense. (laughs) Like just being stuck, you know, football was hard enough during COVID. And then you just get shipped away from your family. Um, We went through Christmas there without anybody. um, And that trip happened like almost overnight. I remember the city came to to the team and was like, you you guys got to get out of here. So.
0: What's your favorite thing to do as a group outside of the football field? Going to dinner.
2: Yeah, dinner. You know, again, we don't really hang out a whole lot outside of football. Yeah. Um, and it's, one, it's because California traffic's not that great. It's it been is. a lot better yeah, that COVID brutal. exists. Yeah. But um, I think, again, you know, when everyone gets home, we all leave. It's different times. You know, we all have different responsibilities outside the building. Um, so for us, if we're on the road, we try to go to dinner every now and again um we try to do something maybe i know if it's in training camp and we go for a week long we'll try to go to a sporting event but uh for the most part um it's just go home get your rest and come back and get ready to work again
0: um just last question for you oh i have a
2: question yeah i I mean i so i am a dad of three boys that are eight seven soon to be four whatever and my kids are into pokemon one of one of pep's (laughs) newest now he's educating me a little bit (laughs) okay um, one of Pep's newest endeavors is into trading cards. You'll see his unveiling on a lot of the social media, probably a night before the game or Fridays. Um, but I tell people, because I know you're a big gamer too, tell people about the Pokemon world. Oh my god. How you got into it, why did you get into it. This. Yeah,
1: uh, I mean as a kid, I think You every, did wear a Pokemon shirt to the game in Minnesota. I did, I had to represent, you yeah. yeah. I, uh, and that was his first unboxing of
2: the season, so <laughs> you yes,
1: said, yeah, said, I can't prep this any better. I I said that, I going to knock it out, like so right yeah, I mean I think a lot of people my age, I'm 28, grew up with Pokemon like when it first came out. Um, you had the movies, the games, the trading card game, um, and anybody who's been in the trading card game scene um knows sometimes at at the tournaments when you're actually playing the game instead of just collecting them there's all there's like older guys there that have adult money who try to beat up in the the card game on the kids (laughs) back in my day i used to beat those guys up in the game so i i loved pokemon i was obsessed with it um and then obviously growing older kind of Straight away from it, but during COVID there was a huge surge of, a of of trading cards <laughs> selling for a ton of money. Um, I think Jake Paul turned one of his one of the rarest cards in the game into a, a chain with diamonds all over it. Like, so he kind of you know different people were bringing it to the mainstream, and I just have always loved Pokemon, so I kind of got back into it, and it's a ton of fun, and I buy a lot of cards, and I was a little concerned with what I was gonna do with all the cards that aren't worth much, but um, back home in the off-season, I think there's three families with a total of six boys, and so I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna give my You're cards like away to cards I'm like, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> giving the cards away. and. And they love it and the parents love it because they don't have to buy them more cards because Mr. Tabor down the street <laughs> is gonna hand them
2: out. So yeah. whenever I need a babysitter, I'm bringing him over yes. to
0: yes. Yes. I have a binder full because I, I think- I will, I don't, like, you don't like, need to I, say- Should I give those to some guy? I'll pay you for them no, if I can look at them. They're like a they're, it's a binder, a like you know, you know the holographic you, cards? How many like, interviews do
1: you want this season?
0: No, because we're pretty close in age. I definitely collected Pokemon cards <laughs> and I- I'll take a look at them. They're preserved. Uh, I don't know what to do with them. They're I'll at my mom's house. I'll buy them from you. <laughs> Perfect. We got a business deal. Perfect. So let's shake
1: on it now before right, you figure right. out how before, much they're be- actually worth. <laughs> I get a cut. Yes. yes know. T- you. you. basically, you,
0: exactly. You are the <laughs> broker. Thank so you guys so much for job. stopping by. I loved having you guys on the show. Um, and if you want to see more of this content, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple, And uh, make sure to submit your questions at 49ers.com slash mailbag, and we'll see you next time.